Hey folks, welcome back to another episode of Biomast. We're in episode 207. Glad you could join us. We uh, have got most of the usual crew and a returner that's been a long-term hi- hiatus, but she's back with us. So got some good people here, got some good topics. So let's get started with some introductions, starting at the top of the list with Soraya Zell. Hi, I am Soraya Zell, and um, I fear for the world that we live in and what will become of it now. Is it because people eat soap now for fun? No, that's I like the, the the fact that a significant amount of society is is just outright stupid is actually something I've lived with for a long time. Uh no, that this week's Google I.O. was absolutely terrifying. I'm sure that's all well above our heads and we have no clue what you're talking about. It's it's a society ending level terrifying sort of thing that was applauded when announced. So, you know. Well, it's applauded by the soap eating generation, so I guess that makes sense. That's fair. All right. I for one am excited. Uh, see, Bate's excited because Bate is part of the soap eating generation. I am soap eating. And he's going to tell us who he is. Hey, what's up, guys? Uh, my name is Bate. I eat soap, and uh, I'm from Florida. Well, see, the generation and the Florida <laughs> in combination, it's just all kinds of, like, yeah, eat it's, soap, it's... wash it down with bleach, and then... It, maybe, it multiplies. You know. Exactly. Okay. And returning to us after a long time is Libby. Tell us about yourself. It hasn't been that long, just since FanFest. That's am... true. <laughs> I am Libby. I am uh, beyond the soap-eating, deodorant-challenging millennials of today that are losing limbs because of their challenges. But, you know, I'll blog about it. You mean you don't like spraying deodorant on your skin until you get a cryoburn? Dude, come on. And the salt yeah, and ice funny. challenge. These people... Let them do it. Have, Darwin. Have you heard about the deodorant challenge, Bate? No, what is this? So you take like a, like a can, like aerosol Bates deodorant. Bate's like, oh, <laughs> tell me, I want to participate. No, 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 no. Where do I get this magic deodorant from? Tell me, tell me more. You, you use the aerosol deodorant on a body part and you spray it for as long as you can with a group of friends. And the winner, presumably the one that loses his arm too, actually wins, I guess, bragging rights to say, I have a hole in my arm now. See, here's the question though: What idiot uses aerosol deodorant? You can't you just use a normal stick like everybody else. I mean, I can understand using aerosol deodorant if you're 13 years old and you use Axe, but I mean, the rest of us, come on, man. Nothing, nothing really? of that phased him except for the fact that people are using aerosol. <laughs> it, it, it's not. We do. We give ourselves cryoburns for fun. It's why not stick deodorant? Dude, come on, stick deodorant is really the best deodorant. Like I just rub let's, that on my skin it. until I start, you know, chafing off and I die of overheating because all my pores are clogged because I put twelve sticks of deodorant all over my body. I was about to say, I mean, how else do you keep from sweating, man? I mean, sweat's kind of oh gross. Oh my so, god! I, guess I'm, I mean, I mean, I mean to be fair, this the show has already moved fully into TMI territory, <laughs> and we have not even finished like the introductions. I mean, episode title could be "Why Not Stick Deodorant." That's a really good episode, I like it. Okay. <laughs> okay, okay, we've 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 derailed um, slightly faster than usual. Uh, I am Pokey Draven. I help host the show here. I do the Dungeon Crawl series with Livy on YouTube, and uh, I write for the blog occasionally, and sometimes travel to Iceland to report on obscure video games that don't exist yet. That no one actually cares about anymore, except for like the people oh. in this room. So there's that. Okay, so topics: Deadpool two. Because Deadpool is the best movie franchise. It's ever. next weekend. Or, it is, or if you're listening to this show, it's this weekend. Yeah, pretty much. 
No, I'm 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 pumped for this, of course. But what's going on with all of the marketing, Zell? There's some, been some some really good stuff out there. Yeah. So they, like what the trailer, the, like the last trailer they put out was their quote unquote last trailer. But so now there's just you know Ryan Reynolds goofing off with people is essentially what has happened. And uh, I I don't have all of them here. A lot of them are like um, uh, you know he's done a lot of like country specific uh trailer bits to appeal to specific crowds um and but uh two of the highlights this week for me uh was uh that celine dion put out a music video because i guess she has a a song recorded in uh this uh movie and uh so so deadpool's in it uh dancing and stuff because of course he is in stilettos yeah and uh at at the end of the movie at the end of the the video he, he's like okay that's great that was like the best thing i've ever heard it's like an 11 but this is deadpool so you need to bring it down to like a five or a five and a half at tops um and and, and that that was good and then uh the the other one that was absolutely fantastic uh was uh he did this clip with david beckham who he made a comment about in the first movie and the whole trailer is him trying to apologize to David Beckham for the line in the movie. And at the end of it, he's like, what are you trying to apologize for anyways? He's like, the line in the he's like, no, what else do I have to apologize? He's like, and he starts listing all of Ryan Reynolds' movies. <laughs> and, and so, yeah, he's like, uh, Green Lantern, Selfless, etc. It was, it was great. To to which Ryan Reynolds, you know, as Deadpool apologizes profusely, except for one. I forget which film it was, but he was very upset. He's like, "No, that was a masterpiece. How dare you? I'm sorry. I'm sorry. You're right. I apologize." <laughs> no, it was pretty good. And for people who don't know, David Beckham is a football player, like a European football player. Like that would know, that would be a like, soccer player. Soccer. Yeah. Okay. That that. You're not one of those people. Fight me! Pokey's, Fight me, Pokey's you random listener in Europe. It's football. You have football and American football. They're different sports. See, there's football in you and there's gridiron. That's what. What? What the hell is that? Gridiron's just that's football, dude. It's fun. It's is is that like curling or? No, dude. That's what it's called, man. Gridiron. <laughs> it's the most badass name ever. It's better than football. So at least as far as the name goes. All right, and then so you said that there's a, a. I didn't watch it. A clip of Ryan Reynolds playing the Deadpool video game. Uh, yeah, the... he doesn't he doesn't play it very long because he's terrible. Is is the sh- but and, and then they kind of just talk well. Uh, the YouTuber pl- ends up playing, but yeah, there there was a certain comedy to to having Deadpool play the Deadpool game. The one from a couple years ago. I think it's the, I think it's like the only one there is. I don't think there are many Deadpool games out there. Oh, yeah, 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 it's 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 the the existing deadpool game and oh, then okay. him playing them have it he is the youtubers like let's make ryan reynolds play this so okay, sounds good you know i mean it's, it's i'm sure we'll have uh, an awesome launch trailer as well to kind of cap this whole thing off before the film comes out in what day is it coming out on it's this thursday yeah yeah it's like the the 17th or is the 18th is the official release date so so we um, the opening weekend starting on Thursday, like usual. Yeah, yeah. I, I, I want to say, so I had actually gotten an email too, and unfortunately I can't like take off of work to go see Deadpool, but um, I actually had gotten an invitation to get tickets to see it last week. And really? They had, 
How? Yeah, they they sent that uh if you were on the Deadpool mailing list, they sent uh like pre-fan showings uh where you could sign up to uh to the email list folks. Oh. At least at least I had gotten one. So, if you're on that it's called like Deadpool Core or whatever. Um that email list that Jay is almost certainly on and was probably the first person to have ever signed up for. Um yeah, there, there, there was an opportunity. I don't know if it was sent out to everybody or if I got lucky and then just blew them off and said, you know, I'm not going. Screw you. I, I don't know. You would do that. <laughs> right. No, that would be pretty cool to see it early, but uh, we'll have to wait until the rest of the peasants can, can go take a look at it. So speaking of, um, you know, Josh Brolin, also known as Thanos, the cable guy, uh, it's time to spoil Avengers. What do you guys think? I you know it'll it'll be three weeks by the time uh, people actually listen to this so yep. I yeah I'd, I'd say go for it let's do it so first of all I successfully avoided spoilers for like two weeks which I'm very proud of for myself congratulations That's second great. of all there wasn't much to really spoil no. honestly because like everything that happened was kind of predictable well so the biggest problem I have I'm gonna go right into it I'm gonna tell you what was wrong what the the biggest mistake that they made in this movie can can i just go right out and do that no go for it Not a lot. there are so uh here's this here's the first spoiler pause now skip like a half an hour yeah this is like um, spoilers right. for everything if so you haven't seen the end it's on you they killed like everybody right yeah. half everybody yeah. yeah like everybody well they killed half of who was left after they killed a bunch of people first yeah I so mean, statistics it's, wise, it's, that wasn't it's, half. it's more than half but anyways um they absolutely screwed it up and the reason why is because um there are so there's like three movie marvel movies coming out that they're like the calendar dates have been set but they've yeah. said like unannounced marvel movie where they haven't said the title and that was smart because that means that there's a lot of characters that may or may not be in future Marvel movies because they haven't said what they're doing, like what sequels they're making next, except for two of them. There are there were only two characters in the entire frame. Like they have like 50 characters in this movie. There are only two that they shouldn't kill off because those are the two that, you know, have to be alive at the end of this. And, and that's there's a Black Panther 2 movie coming out. And there's a Spider-Man two movie coming out. We, those, the, those are the only two movies that we a hundred percent know are coming, which means we a hundred percent know that the, that whatever killed those two characters will certainly be undone in the next half of this movie. It's really, and that's where they screwed up. They could have killed two other characters and it would have been made just as impactful. And, Everyone would have been like, I, I honestly can't tell who's going to live and who's going to die. But by doing that, they guaranteed that. And, and my guess is that all the other deaths throughout the movie will probably stick. But the deaths at the end of the movie that included Black Panther and Spider-Man absolutely have to come back because we know that has to be undone because they have they have movies coming. They have, they have sequels. And they, and they have comics, too. I mean, that's like what? a... I mean, if any... I'm just saying, like, we're only on the Avengers. We still have, like, what? The Super Duper Avengers and the Avengers Beyond and the Avengers Infinity and Beyond. So, I mean... Well, no, I mean, they, they kill off characters and bring them back much later all the time. But we know for a fact that they're going to have to undo what Thanos did because they killed off two characters that obviously won't stay dead. 
And and that was one of those things that I, I'm like, you had an opportunity to leave us in suspense about what would happen and what would not happen, and and you ruined it. I I guess I mean for Spider Man I kind of agree, but I mean for Black Panther man I I feel like you could have killed off T'Challa and like still have a second Black Panther movie, especially if it covered before the Avengers area, right? Yeah. Yeah, I, I don't know. I think that that whole sequence lacked largely much emotional impact because you're yeah. like, okay, so basically he walks up, Vision effectively dies because Scarlet Witch rips the Soul Stone out of his face. And then Thanos like, actually, no, and just time warps it back. And you're like, okay, so that's possible now. And then he kills everyone. I'm like, wow, if only they just get that time stone back, they could undo literally everything that just happened. So I guess. And it just goes into this kind of this montage of just, you know, wisping away. And like the only one that really had like any emotional impact was Spider-Man because he actually like reacted to dying where everyone else just kind of faded away. And you kind of get into that you know, relationship he has with Tony Stark. And it's like, basically considers him his dad at this point. Um, and is like legitimately scared because he's just this kid, you know, but like that, that was good. Like that was a good death scene for, for him and everyone else. It's like, okay, well, they're just going to reverse this. So I guess we'll see it in part two. Yeah. yeah. It just, it lacked a lot of impact, I think. Yeah. Maybe, maybe the next ones will be them showing where they went into the dust, right? Oh, yeah. They're just like- gone. Or but did they, just like, did they, did they get absorbed into the soul stone? I bet that's what happened. Right? They're all like a, they're all, alternate yeah, reality where yeah. they're getting tormented all over. That, yeah. I mean, that would be something worth it, but it's not going to happen. But yeah, maybe. I mean, they seem to do pretty good jumping around between uh, settings in this movie, which was annoying, if I might add. But maybe they'll do it in the next. Like everybody that like faded away in this one is like trying to get out of the soul stone if that's where they went or some nonsense. That'd be interesting. I would watch that movie. Yeah, so I, you know, like I said, in that, in that regard, people are like, "Oh, no spoilers!" And I'm, I'm watching it, and I'm like, "Okay, that was the end." There's like, to... there wasn't really anything that I, I felt was shocking or surprising. Yeah. Like, you, you kind of knew it's like halfway through. You're like, "This is not progressing fast enough." Where they're going to beat Thanos in the end? So you're like, "So obviously, it's going to be this cliffhanger where it's, you know." not like a true conclusion where, Hey, Thanos is gone. We win. So you already know it's going to end in a, in a bad way. And it's like, well, okay. He's like, I could kill well, half the people. It'd be easy. But Hey, remember I could kill half. It'd be just like, like that. It'd be yeah. easy. Like, okay, he's going to, he's going to do this. Sure enough. He snaps his fingers. I'm like, all right, well, there it is. <laughs> you know. Uh, so the, the biggest thing to me too, from a, a composition standpoint for this movie is I, I don't think the I don't think they give us much in terms of like like usually even in a movie where you f- the 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 good guys lose out there's like some minor victory and I guess they technically killed Thanos's like three Stooge people but they really those that didn't feel like an impactful victory either. Mm-hmm. Well, I mean, like okay, this whole movie had like what there's six Infinity Stones, so there's six distinct parts essentially. Right? Thanos goes to get Stone One. Stone 2, Stone 3, Stone 4, Stone 5, and then he rips it out of fucking Vision Skull at the end of the movie. That's the six parts of the movie, and they're all about the same. They, they, they don't differ. The only thing that really changes are, like, two characters and where Thanos is, and that's your entire movie. It, 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 wasn't, it wasn't very good, I don't think. It was more. I mean, it was, it was better than Age of Ultron. No, it wasn't. It was better than Age of Ultron. Yeah, I'd agree with Tell on that no. one. Age of Ultron was passable, but not my favorite of the three. No, this definitely is not my favorite. 
I like Black Panther more than this movie. Well, I mean, of the Avengers films, I no, think it's I the best of the three. In, in, no, so, I, the original. Well, maybe not the, maybe not the, the best, the but it's the original one. The second one, really yeah. But no, I, th- I think what really holds this one together is Thanos himself. Like oh, yeah. they they play him up throughout everything for the last 10 years have been building up to this as this just complete psychopath evil. I'm, you know, the big bad, you know, sending all my minions to kill you. And then you actually start to like meet him as a person. I was kind of finding myself annoyed by how much I liked him <laughs> and like his whole his whole um, motivation, I was like, he's not entirely wrong. Like, I mean, he's got a point. Like, I, I don't know if that's the best way to do it, but then you're yeah. thinking about it like, well, just wiping people from existence is probably less painful than, you know, massacring half the and planets at a time. His impactful moment was like, have you been back to your planet? It's really nice now that I killed everybody. <laughs> well, and, and that's the thing is that he truly sees himself as the hero of the story. And the movie really is about him and him interacting with different characters. You know, that's why, like, like you're saying, Bait, it's pretty much just follows him throughout the whole thing. And he just happens to run into Avengers along the way, but it really is his story. And I mean, I think the, the fact, cause like, like, again, you really get it like in guardians of the galaxy when Gamora and uh, Nova are you know, talking about how horrible he was and awful. And he'd make them fight each other and all this other shit. And you're like, wow, this guy's a real asshole. And then you get to um, the soul stone part and he like is legitimately you know, yeah. upset that he has to kill her. I mean, like, well, shit, this guy actually isn't a total heartless monster. He, like, actually gives a shit about people. You know, like, ah. <laughs> you know, it, it, it was kind of conflicting to watch it. I, I really liked that. Yeah, that also was another uh, really impactful um, death, I think, was uh, was Gamora getting uh, shoved off the, off the side of the, the mountain or whatever. Um, and I think I think hers is probably going to stick oh, because yeah. it was, you know, one of the ones that happened earlier in the movie. Mm-hmm. Which is sad because one of the people I went to the movie with, uh, this is her like favorite character. It's just like, oh. yeah, it's it's tough to say how much they will undo um, in that whole sequence, but that would be kind of shitty because I actually really liked her as a character. She was pretty good. Did anyone else in, in maybe maybe Livy's who's more versed with the comics than I am? Did you not find it really bizarre that um, the Red Skull just pops up randomly yeah, on some planet? Like, what the fuck? Yeah, <laughs> that was great, though. Guard. I'm like, wait, isn't that Red Skull? I had to do a double thing. Yeah, he's like, yo, what's up? <laughs> it, it just seems so random. Like, he's like, oh, yeah, he's just a random Nazi on this planet you went to. Like, it just seemed out of nowhere. Like, they just put him in there to have him in there. It was very bizarre. <laughs> I didn't, I'm not... I didn't really care for that. There, there wasn't really anything in, in past movies to suggest that's where he was, was there? Uh, and that's what I was kind of unsure of, <laughs> because I, it's been a long time since I've seen so uh, well, he was, Captain America. As far He was dead, and, and so he's, I don't think he's really alive there so much as he was, he was killed in conjunction with, you know, one of the stones, and I, I, I somehow they, like, the soul his soul or i guess if a nazi has a soul here um you know was involved in in being the the guide that that the other stone chose if that makes sense he wasn't like physically cool. there I think. no i don't think i mean you just saw his face there's nothing really to suggest that that's what it was or that he was physically there least to say. but yeah it, it, it kind of did catch me off guard folks I'll, I'll, I'll give you that one i believe 
Yeah, I, I was kind. I was gonna say I was kind of. I was like, did I miss something? Like, like I said, it's been a long Ooh. time since I've seen Captain America. I'm like, did he get like sucked into a portal, or was there some voodoo going on? I, it was just, it was weird. I mean, it wasn't enough for me to be like, oh, no, I, I thought it was moment. great. It was just strange. I thought it was a great tie back because it went back like six years worth of movies there. Yeah, yeah, that's fair enough. So, give me your guys' thoughts. So, we were kind of talking about and why Strange lets Thanos have the Time Stone when he was very clearly like, I'm not going to ever do that no matter what. Do you think it was because... He, he saw the only possible outcome. And, this, yeah. and and at the end of the next movie, it's going to be, see this, I had this plan, I had seen this whole thing the whole time, and this is how it had to happen, That the one way we could win. And it involved, you know, all these people dying and, and all this first. Yep. Just could fail to explain that to anyone, you know, before he faded away. <laughs> well, but again, if he explained it, you like that might change the outcome. True. The, the, the True. exact way this movie and the sequel happened is the only possible way, including pe- what people knew what about what was going on. So everything can be whiz- whimsically explained away. As he's doing, it's, this is the only way, and everything, every other stupid justification for anything is because it was the only way. He knows the way, is what you're saying. Yeah. Okay, just making I'm, sure. I'm too old for that Thanks meme. for getting on my level, Pokey. <laughs> no, no one's too old enough for that <laughs> meme. No. Um, no, no, I thought that was pretty good. I think what was kind of interesting is that when you, you put all these characters together, and, and this is kind of in specific for Strange you kind of got to see them all fighting the same person. So it's kind of this like litmus test of like how strong are they in comparison to each other? Dr. Strange is a fucking badass. Like he was pretty much taking Thanos on like one-on-one and kind of doing pretty well. I mean, they, they, when everyone else joined in, they kind of got the upper hand on him until, you know, Star-Lord fucked it up. But like, like shit, like Dr. Strange is strong, like really strong compared to most of them. Yeah, he's a really interesting character. I enjoyed his movie, and I really wanted to see more of him uh, in this movie. I liked it a lot. Yeah, his his whole franchise, I guess, it's only one movie, really, but his whole involvement was surprisingly good. I didn't think I'd like his film as much as I Mm -hmm. did. Um, And after seeing this, I'm like, hell yeah, I want to see more of that. And he's got a lot of stuff he could do um, in his little... his part of the marvel universe so i mean they really got it to once they clear this stuff get back to him because i'd love to see more dr strange for sure and the but, but he's dead they no. can't do more dr oh, strange uh, yeah that's, that's right ever again because disney is going to kill off half of their potential market share in one movie no, they're just going to reboot him back with different actors man i, st- I still i still think the 100 percent guarantee is that at the end of this two-parter iron man and captain america are dead because they're they're the most expensive, their contracts are up, and then they can and they've each had like a trilogy of movies that they can then you know make room for all the new heroes and and I I stand by have that. The cute romance is going to be rekindled at the end of the movie. And they're all going to like, or they get like combined together in their dust cloud and they don't come back right. <laughs> <laughs> None of this chimera shit going on here. Um... <laughs> Well, Robert Downey Jr.'s done though. Didn't he say he's like he doesn't want to do any more Iron Man films? He just was kind of finishing out the Avengers, he's, and that was it. He's basically said he was done. Uh, 
uh, what's his name who plays Captain America is basically Chris Evans. He's basically said he's done. They've both said they're done and they're they've each had the full trilogy of movies plus appearances in half a dozen other movies. I, I guarantee you they're out. It's just I you know, I kind of expected them to kill one, at least one of them off in this movie and they decided to leave them alive, presumably, so they can get one big last hurrah in, in the fourth movie. Well, I mean, how long can Iron Man stay on that planet? I mean, he just kind of he's just kind of sitting there. Because I think the only one left with him there is Nova, right? That, that is her name, right? Am I getting that right? Um, Probably oh, not. Uh, Shit. Yeah, I, I think so. I don't Which know. one? The Bionicle chick? Yeah, the Gamora sister. Ah. Uh. No, that's wrong. Oh. <laughs> I type into Google Gamora's sister and he goes back with Thanos. No, that is not correct, Google. I'm sorry. Well, you're asking Google. Oh, not Nova. I'm sorry, Nebula. I'm a, I'm a Nebula, dipshit. there you it's go. It's Nebula. Yeah. Um, yeah, yeah, I think go. just her and Stark are left on that planet. And I don't think they have a ship anymore since Nebula kind of crashed hers into Thanos' face. So. And the Iron Man suit is not in ex- exactly good working yeah, order right now. ran out of nanomachines. The nanobots were like infinite, though. That's the impression I got. Because, I, I mean, he just, I, I think he just he sprays did. that shit in his arm like it's fucking uh, Icy Hot or some shit. And then he's all better. You know? <laughs> so I thought they were infinite. <laughs> some hell of an Icy Hot. <laughs> we, can do, we can do the nanomachine challenge where you just spray an aerosol no. can of nanomachines on your arm until it falls off. I've overrepaired myself. Yes. Is anyone going to say anything about what there... the beeper symbol looked like? Uh, oh, no. That's, what, what, that's, what is, what that's is the... Captain Marvel. Thank you. Yeah, I was like, I'm like, wow. I'm like looking at the, the the Marvel expert next to me, Libby. I'm like, what is that? And she's like, it's Captain Marvel. I'm like, I'm oh, like, okay, yeah. I'm like, it's going to be another inappropriately dressed woman superhero. I'm like, sweet. Symbol. <laughs> so, um, yeah, so because the, the, that's the next movie up after Correct. Uh, who was conveniently not in this movie so that he could have his own movie um between the two the movies where they kill everyone um you know so presumably the ant-man movie may be the one movie that takes place like in universe like while this is going on or and while people are dead um but uh yeah it's, it's always funny to see how people come up with excuses to not need uh uh to not to not be to not be able to call the Avengers. Okay, well, Ant Man can't call the Avengers now because all the Avengers are dead. <laughs> but oh, oh, and one and one of them stuck out on another planet, and and etc. Um, but yeah, because no one knows where Hawkeye is. Yeah, but um, yeah. So anyway, so Captain Marvel's next, and that takes place in like the '90s, and so and, and involves not just uh, uh, Nick Fury, but uh, Coulson as well. And so this is that's like a full full on prequel. So they're going to explain where the heck she came from so that she can come back in and save the day, apparently, for for Avengers four. So so when when is Avengers four coming out? Do we have a date on that? Next next May. It's it's exactly. Yeah, because they filmed them simultaneously. They like I believe it's already filmed entirely. Gotcha. Well, that's that. Usually, that's the best way to do it. Like, I think that's why, like, Lord of the Rings was of of highest of of the quality it was because they're just like we're doing all fifty hours of footage, you know. Um, and then we'll just do all want to split it up. I think that works out for the best. 
So there is Ant-Man, and then is, is Captain Marvel going to be in before that, or is that post Avengers I believe Ford? she's getting her new movie for 2019. Yeah, oh, but I, I, she's, like, right at the beginning. So, like, because they have, like, a March movie and a, a, a May movie and a July movie each year right now. Mm-hmm. And so the July movie this year is Ant-Man. The March movie next year is Captain Marvel. And then the May movie is Avengers. So, so the gotcha. only, like, in-timeline movie that happens before Avengers 4 is the Ant-Man movie, because then the Captain America will be the prequel that explains where she comes from for Avengers 4. Gotcha. And why they didn't just call her ass when shit was going down. Well, they don't know who, who where she went. I don't know. Nick Fury knows where she went just in time to, you know, also disappear. To disappear. But of course, it's always Nick Fury that's like actually accomplishes something while he's disappearing, you know. Pulls out his 1990s beeper with some things Ser- attached to okay. it. And just oh. like, Seriously, a 1990s pager cannot actually get cellular signal today, for yeah. the record. The frequencies, do, the standards do not still exist. They have changed the radio frequencies. And well, his is jailbroken. <laughs> that's it's not how any of this works. It has it it's has space magic in it. <laughs> it's got magic yeah, okay. dust. Talking about space magic, and what about that scene with the forge and Peter Dinklage, who's finally taller than everybody else around him? That threw dude. That's the only way he took. He's like, I'm not taking the role unless I'm a gigantic dwarf. Said space dwarfs. That was what I was sitting here like, what? Space dwarfs. That's not I'm a, a I'm a dwarf actually. <laughs> No, Dinklage was great. I was like, oh, he's actually, can we call him a dwarf? Is that okay in this context? Like, is that, is that, that that's PC? Okay. I mean, did he, he operate no, a forge? That... I mean, he's basically a dwarf. If you operate a forge, like, in any, like, medieval or even modern day, man, like, right now, there's a dwarf who's a You, you are a dwarf even by if default. You're, it doesn't actually exactly. matter how tall you are. A dwarf you're a blacksmith. Okay, I, I want the uh, bait. I want you to walk into a steel like factory and then call all of them dwarves because they're working on a forge and see how that goes for you. We <laughs> have to walk in and be like, I need a hammer. To be honest, like we 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 had our title choice in like the first five minutes, but there are so many options in this episode. <laughs> so many memes. So many. You're welcome. You're all basically dwarves. Episode two hundred seven. Oh my gosh! No, it was um. No, that that was that was good. I, I like. I was like, I wonder what role he's gonna yeah, play. He pops up like, oh, he's a fucking dwarf. <laughs> I guess that makes sense. It was a really interesting scene, though. I mean, it was odd, but it was kind of cool. Except for he gets to the line where he's like, well, "When you die, you're dead." <laughs> like, okay, Thor, I know you're like royalty, but you're kind of stupid as shit. <laughs> like, it's a fucking sun. You don't stand in front of it. She's like, it's fine. I'm muscular. It's fine. No, that that was good, and then the fact that uh, you know the apparently like overpowered axe of a thousand truths or whatever has Groot's arm as the fucking handle. I was like, okay, I guess he got off his ass to do something for the movie, you know, for five seconds. That was that, that was that his that one accomplishment matured. that movie. I mean, Jay is right that they pretty much got every single character that was featured in there to do at least one thing that was useful to progress the plot. I think the weakest is probably. Bucky, he had a pretty a pretty small role. I mean, he was just kind of there and shot Groot things. Was there up until they needed. But Groot, Groot's the no, fucking handle like the of the axe, though. Like he's going to be in the like, next movie. The whole time His arm will be. he's just sitting there. Like, 
Oh, he'll be alive again too. Um, he died at the same time as Spider Man and Black look, Panther, and, and, and they'll be back. That's his job as a teenager. My question is for Bucky. Does his arm go too? Or is this a chance for the for the for the raccoon to come and get it? Because you know he wanted it. Oh, that would have been funny as shit. Just that, to, like the arm laser. He's like, I told you I was gonna get that arm. That's <laughs> that over crap's it. That was a wonderful gag because he's gone after like a body part in every previous <laughs> yes. movie, and he's like, oh, an arm. It, but um, yeah, that that was one of those things. I was like, I kind of expected like people's suits or whatever to like you know fall to the ground empty or something like particularly with like mechanical part ones and then they're just like no the whole the technology and everything vanished it's like okay except for pagers yeah they were trying to avoid the obvious like rapture memes but they just ended up getting a whole different kind of meme that i was so confused about until i finally looked it up with people like you know drifting away into dust um no, it was that was pretty good. I'm glad you explained that because I did, that just hit me. Thanks, Pokey. What the the I don't feel so yeah. good meme? Yeah. No, I was I was like, what the fuck is this? Because like all these characters <laughs> fading away, and then there's like a Dust Five One Four where they had like yeah. the, that one wallpaper with like the Caldaria salt like fading into dust. It's like I don't feel so good, <laughs> guys. Like what is this? So I look up it on knowyourmeme.com and it's like first line. This is an Avengers Infinity War oh. spoiler. And I'm like went diving for the X button. I was like, I don't want to know. <laughs> It's enough for me to know. And then and after it's like, oh, okay, it makes yeah. sense. I think the winner of that was the Microsoft symbol. Yes. Because it already fades away. <laughs> it's like, that film's so good. Uh, no, it was, it, was, it was good stuff. No, the, the film I, I, I thought was pretty good. So um, kind of what we normally do around here, one out of 10 rating. Zell, what would you give it? Like a six. Really? A six? Shh. What's okay. your score? It's I was just six. curious. Okay. I give it a six, man. Bait, take what's your score. Oh, you said bait. Uh, would you give one out of ten? Nine. No. Really? So okay. <laughs> he he was just trying to be like, you know, juvenile. The price is right. Juvenile. No, it was a, it was a, it was a juvenile thing. Take 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 the dot out. Pokey. Gotcha. It's mm. not like yeah. dude. You should be able to detect this stuff. No. It should not go over your head. Uh-huh. Yeah. You never know with Florida Man what, it, what it's going to be. He could be very serious about whatever he's saying. So so aside from your year 69, what would you give it, babe? A six. Okay. <laughs> okay. That's not really go to his head. Libby, what about you? I'm going to give it a seven because it was funny. I'd probably, I'd probably land in the seven category as well. I thought it was... It was solid it had a lot of good spectacle i think that there were some areas that were a little weird but uh, overall it was a pretty good flick so it was it was worthy of being called an avengers film even if it wasn't probably the best one but it was good true because i was finding it daunting to go watch it it was like going to a couple's house after they announced they broke up you're like oh i don't know what i'm walking into here because the last movie was kind of a shit show so was like yeah, yeah. I will say that this was not a film for people who have not been keeping up with everything that's been going on. Cause like we, we hadn't seen black Panther um, yet. So even that was kind of like, all right, what's going on? Like, um, but like, like just like, like the other stuff was so critical. Like if you hadn't seen civil war, yeah. forget it. Nothing makes sense. Like it's, it's very critical. You see everything before you check this one out. So, you know, but that's kind of to be expected. It's like, it's a crossover. You kind of need to know 
what's being crossed over. We have these like these multi-franchise movies coming together. You know, everybody has their like one-off movie as well. It's a it's a great way to ensure oh, no, everyone I, watches I, all I, your I movies and keep your, keep your ratings up. I mean, it's but, it's oh the same God. thing like with uh like on the TV side, Arrow is is become a similar commitment. Is they have fourteen they or five TV shows now that all all reference each other. And if you don't watch all five of them, you're going to miss things. Uh, fucking Supergirl. Uh, yeah, so oh. there's Legends of Tomorrow, and uh, which is all of the characters that were really, really good characters from the other shows that they wanted to keep around but couldn't justify as show regulars on their given shows. So they came up with a very contrived excuse to throw all of those random characters into a different show. And uh, it's great for that reason. And then uh, the other one now is Black Lightning, which doesn't yet directly cross over. They've mentioned characters from the other ones, but it's still kind of off on its own. But it's certainly definitely going to eventually yeah. cross over. Well, okay. Alrighty, so that was Avengers Infinity War. Good stuff. Um, looking forward to see how the story actually pans out. And, you know, again, I really liked it. I think Thanos is probably one of the, the best uh, Marvel films we've seen so far. So that was actually surprisingly uh, exciting to see. But yeah, so let's move along here, guys. Uh, so gaming news. So kind of interesting that actually came up just a couple of hours ago, actually. So the Supreme Court has basically thrown out this law that was written in 1992, which effectively banned gambling on sporting events. So you couldn't, you know, bet on the outcome of like a baseball game that has been thrown out. Um, so it's kind of interesting because now it's like if a state wants to allow it, then they can. It's kind of a state's thing now. But the interesting part about this is not so much the sporting aspect, but rather how it could affect the gaming industry, mainly because esports, as you know, is a big thing. It's become a very big thing. And while the law or the decision, decision rather doesn't specifically cite esports, it does kind of lead you to wonder if the legalization of gambling on normal sporting events will ultimately kind of tie over to legalized or at least not you know being illegal on gambling for esports which is kind of interesting so i kind of want to get your guys thoughts on this and you know where do you think this is going to go do you agree with it that sort of thing so what do you guys think cool i don't have i don't have a super strong opinion i mostly think people who gamble are dumb but you know i also don't really know if i have a strong reason for it to be illegal assuming that they're doing the same sort of things they do with casinos to try and prevent uh you know excessive harm from from gambling addiction i like scratch off as much gambling as i do it's not quite a I scratch off bother me i guess for lack of a better word it doesn't affect me so it's just like yeah okay I think for me, uh, in in this is I think largely why the law was kind of well not largely why but part of the reason why the law was play, put in place originally was um, people throwing games for profit so betting against yourself basically um, and that could be a problem you know and it's it, it's something that's difficult to, to control because you can't necessarily you know catch if someone intentionally loses or not. Um, but I, I, I could see that being an issue and I, and hopefully it doesn't, you know, negatively affect uh, some of the, um, events that we have right now and that sort of thing. But I mean, largely, supposedly there was like $5 billion in potentially illegal 
betting that happened last year on esports alone, now that it's no longer explicitly illegal, it could be interesting to see how big this actually explodes. If you'll start to see, you know, esport gambling in a much broader scale, you know, now that this law's out is gone. Well, and of course, you know that when they mention that it's all all this money is being spent on it anyways, you know what the real justification is for legalizing it, right? Because you can tax it. You betcha. Hey, man, it's worked well for Colorado with legalizing other things. No, I, that, that should be it should be interesting. It's kind of strange because we, we've entered this realm where they're going, it's OK to bet on the outcome of an esport event effectively, but it's not OK to, at least in other countries, it's not OK to have loot boxes because they resemble a slot machine too closely. Um, kind of coming at it from two different sides of gambling, it, it's kind of curious to see where this whole thing is going to end up ultimately. All right, so moving along here. Bate, I know you saw it. It's been a couple weeks. Red Dead Redemption See, 2 have, trailer number three. To, like, refresh Check it out. From this trailer, but yes, I did watch. Uh, and I, oh my god, I am absolutely ecstatic about this game. It looks fantastic. Yeah. Like, it's it's gorgeous. The, the voice acting yeah, is dude, surprisingly good. Like, yeah. and just, wow. Just the detail in this, like, first 15 seconds, 10 seconds of the trailer, right? Dude pulls out a gun, he pulls out a revolver, you can see like every nook and cranny and the detailing on the barrel. It's just oh my god, I can't wait. Yeah, and I think I think it's as we've talked about it before, but Rockstar is was very much like, we don't give a shit when you want it, we're gonna release it when it's ready. And if that means we have to delay it five times, we'll delay it five times. And they kind of did almost it's a bit of a hyperbole, but it's it's been delayed several times because they're like it's not ready yet. It'll be out when it's ready, and it it looks damn ready. Like it oh, looks yeah, really, really good. Um, and I think the um, I don't think I was aware really of the the kind of the the time the time period that they were that they were going for. But um, if you're not familiar, basically the game is going to take place in and around 1899. So like at the very end of of the 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 Wild West era, the Cowboys and Indians era. Um, so that'll be really interesting to see how they how they want to go with that and how they want to um, compare and contrast the 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 Wild West versus the the more industrialized uh, Western frontier in, in you know do that through your cities and through your your larger towns or whatnot. I, I'm really excited to see how they do that. Yeah, and for kind of context, if you're familiar with with Red Dead Redemption One, this is a prequel, so it's I think like twelve years, something like that, um, before uh, the first game, and it's, so it's following the gang that John Marston was actually part of, and you're basically playing as the antagonist of the first game in this one. So it's 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 going to be kind of cool to see it from the other side and see kind of where Marston came from and, you know, why he is the way he is okay, so from the first game. That is a later date than I thought it was at. Like, a lot later. No, no, no I, I meant... Uh, oh, when it's coming out? Uh, yeah, it's coming out uh, October 26th. Um, timing, like, oh. um, uh, timeline-wise. So if this game is at the end of, you know, at 1899, let's say, then that puts... Um, uh, the the first Red Dead was like 1911. I thought it was set later, earlier than that. That's the actual game. Let me check. And once again, uh, we learn that no one here has actually no done their research. Ahead no, of time. no one's done their research. Yeah. Okay. That's interesting. Yeah, that's really interesting. I didn't know. That. Well, I was right. Sweet, I was right. Huh. <laughs> 
Yeah, because I mean, in in the first game, or yeah, in the first game, it was you could tell that they were kind of things were now under control in the West, and that there was kind of these pockets of outlaws. But for the most part, it had kind of calmed down, and you're cleaning stuff up. So it makes sense that the prequel, you know, about a decade earlier, was kind of that transition period where they were really cracking down, and you know. It's yeah. it's good stuff. I mean, I I love a good western. Um, if you want to know, because I live in Arizona, if you want to know what Arizona looks like, just play this game. Um, it it is perfect. Like it looks exactly like my backyard. Um, they did a really good job with that. But I, it's it's a fantastic game. And if you ever want to, if you like westerns and want to play a game that looks and feels like a western, this is the series. So yeah, that one's coming out uh, October this year. So it's a little ways off, but I'm sure we'll see quite a bit of it at E3 which is going to be exciting. Looking forward to that. And of course, we'll have probably more coverage as we ramp up the release date later this year. Another, uh, so another um, interesting thing. So Fortnite Battle Royale, um, we won't talk too in depth about it, but they had a crossover, which is something they've never done before, but it was a crossover with the Avengers. And so this was kind of a temporary event. They do these pretty, pretty regularly where they have a different kind of game mode. You can go in, you can play it. It's kind of an optional thing, and then it goes away. Uh, it's going away before this episode comes out. I think tomorrow is the last day as of this recording. But it was the Infinity Gauntlet uh, game mode. So basically, you would play your Fortnite Battle Royale, but if you found the Infinity Gauntlet, which is, of course, Thanos' gauntlet from, from Avengers, you would turn into Thanos, and it allowed you to basically like jump into the air and do these like insta-kill slams not on top of people basically god mode and it would last for a period of time that wear off and then you'd have to find the gauntlet again um i, I didn't give it a so shot fun. but this is really weird it was just kind of this temp like no yeah thing. yeah i tried it was just the bizarre. only thing it it's only in your solo queue so you can't go in with your friends which i i can kind of understand um but oh my god it is incredibly fun uh and it's so it, it's nerve-wracking Obviously, I've never found the gauntlet. I've I've only been uh, absolutely destroyed by it. Uh, but you see, you see that dude like shoot into the air and come down, thinking, "Oh shit, I gotta run." So it, it it's much fun, much fun to do. No, that's pretty cool. Um, like I said, the first time they've done a crossover like this, it kind of came out of left field. They're like, "Yeah, play as Thanos." I was like, "What?" Um, but obviously this was kind of in, in response to Avengers coming out and it, it seems like people liked it. So that's, that's pretty cool. Well, the rumor is that the, the Russos actually asked them specifically, like, we're big fans of Fortnite. Can we do like a crossover thing? And, and Fortnite was like, sure. Yeah. We will not have any problem putting a character from the most popular movie this season into our game. That will be great. So yeah, that was that was kind of cool. Uh, no idea when it'll come back, but I'm sure they'll probably cycle this back in at some point, so you can give it a shot if you do happen to miss it this time around. So moving along real quick, uh, Zell, Star Trek Bridge Crew. I know you were geeking out about this one when it came out. Uh, it's getting some DLC, you said? Yeah, so um, I'm, I'm actually very excited about what they're doing with this. Is um, uh, When they released Bridge Crew, and of, of course Bridge Crew released as a VR-only title, and then they did add the ability to play it without VR. Um, but uh, you get to be on the bridge of a starship, and it's a multiplayer game where you eat. Everybody has a different station. It's kind of like uh, Artemis, which is a non-Star Trek game for that's non-Star Trek solely because they don't have uh, you know rights to the copyright. Um, 
but uh, so the thing is, is they had kind of two modes you could play it in, and, and one was that you could be on like the new J.J. Abrams Star Trek style bridge, uh, and then the other one was that you could play on the original series, you know, bridge from the 60s. And so the DLC, and, and of course the enemies are the Klingons, because that's, you know, who your enemies are back then for the most part. And uh, so this is, uh, but they're adding uh, the next generation. Uh, so they are adding the Enterprise D. So you can, you can, uh, you know, be Captain Picard like you always wanted to be. And uh, they are adding uh, a bunch of enemies that are more uh, next gen related, like the Borg, I believe, are supposed to be in this. So pretty, pretty big update. Kind of cool. That's pretty cool. And is this is this free or is this paid? I believe this is going to be paid DLC. I, gotcha. I didn't read it super closely, but I believe it's paid. But Sounds it cool. doesn't matter because it's totally worth it. And and if you haven't tried Bridge Crew, you should. And uh, you should definitely buy this when it comes out. This expansion. Sounds good. Uh, so for me, I got a one, one quick update for Monster Hunter World. I kind of do this every week. Um, so a while ago, there was a event where you could get a full set of armor to make yourself look like Ryu from the Street Fighter series. Uh, it was a low rank um, armor set. Um, so if you're familiar with the game, there's low rank and high rank, and they're just kind of different stages of the game. The high rank is similar gear, but better with some different tweaks on it. Um, you can now get the Ryu high rank armor set if you like. That is available if you go to the arena. It's one of the challenge missions. I forgot the name of the actual challenge, but it is pretty tough. You have to fight one of the elder dragons in the game, and you're kind of severely limited on your healing potion. So you're kind of expected to have been pretty proficient at the game in order to get this. Um, the armor itself is it's okay. Um, it's more for the cosmetic than anything else. But if you do want it for collection purposes, you can go do that. Additionally, if you want, again, from Street Fighter, Sakura, her armor, that is also now available as a mission in the challenge arena. So you can go check that out. So I don't think this time around requires the Street Fighter um, DLC, Street Fighter save data. So you, don't, you don't have to own Street Fighter to do this. I believe it is open to everyone if you go check it out. So you should go do that if you want to pick up your, uh, <laughs> your Street Fighter uh, armor for Monster Hunter. Okay, so we got a little bit of time left here, um, and Zell will roll his eyes and say, I don't believe you, but I do want to talk briefly about the expansion for Destiny 2. So, Livy and I had... Yeah, that's um, not going to be brief. <laughs> we briefly. Had, yeah. Well, Jay's not here, so it'll probably won't be as bad. Um, so, we, we, we had purchased the season pass for Destiny 2, because we're stupid, um, before the Curse of Osiris, which was the previous DLC. So, we already kind of owned this Warmind DLC when it came out. So I was like, well, we have it. We'll at the very least go through the story and see what it has to offer. So this is kind of my my quick rendition of what my review of it is. And Livy, feel free to hop in um, as, you, as you see fit. So uh, this DLC is a total mess. <laughs> um, if you're looking for the length, it is five story missions. One of them doesn't even take place on the new area. Two of them are the strikes, just with different dialogue. And one is pretty much just like walk into a building and talk to somebody. So if you cut out the time needed to grind up just doing random shit to get to the um, level requirements to do the next mission, you can clear pretty much the entire story of the DLC in about an hour and a half. 
I think it took us about three hours of the whole thing, but like I said, we had to grind to get our level up just to access the next mission. So very, very short. Um, kind of what we expected. I feel like the story was even shorter than Curse of Osiris, which is kind of saying something. Um, and the story's all over the place. So it's not really spoilers, but you basically you go to the polarized caps of bars to encounter um, the Warmind Rasputin and various things happen where you meet Anna Bray, who is a pretty pivotal character in the series. And the DLC is touted as like, hey, go with Anna Bray and learn about her past before she was a guardian. Cool. Sounds great. So you meet her there and she's like, hey, I'm a guardian now and I don't know my past. But by the way, there's this worm god that we have to go kill. So you kind of just drop the whole point of the story immediately and start hunting this worm god, um, apparently, that we've never heard of before. It just comes out of nowhere. And Zavala, who previously was like, hey, the Warmind is great. If we forge a future with, you know, the light, the Warmind's going to help us. Except when you get to the DLC, he's like, actually, Warminds are evil. We shouldn't trust them. And then by the end of the DLC, he's like, actually, they're great. This is fantastic. So you basically go in, you play for half an hour. Zavala's very confused. You learn nothing about Anna Bray's past. And you kill a character you'd never heard of before. And that's the end of it. So basically, the story is bullshit. Um, and it's short. And it's very shallow. So I didn't like it very much. If you can't tell, it's uh, not worth going back to. Like if so, for if you, if I had reviewed this and talked to myself as someone who didn't own the season pass, I would have told myself, "Don't bother. It's not worth it." It's it, it's kind of like the Bungie was on this path of we're going to produce these two DLCs. We already know what's going to be in it. They're going to follow the same pattern that Destiny Two has, which is pretty shallow. And then we'll just throw all of our cards into the big September update, which is kind of the big Taken King style expansion, which might be good. Who knows? Um, so this DLC is probably not worth it. If you have not purchased it already, I would suggest against it. It um, is a very shallow story. It's all over the place. The lore is all over the place. It contradicts a lot of the stuff that's been previously established in the game and just kind of throws out the window. Uh, I will say there probably is a little bit more post-story content to do than Curse of Osiris, which is nice. Um, but overall, probably not a terribly good value. Most of the good stuff that came out of the most recent update is actually already free. It doesn't require the DLC, like the changes to the exotics and that sort of thing. Um, a lot of quality of life changes are decent. They're pretty good. Um, but the DLC itself is very weak, and I would probably avoid it and just hold out for the big September update. Don't pre-order it. Let it come out for like a month and see what people think once they get through it, and then pick it up. But as far as Warmind goes, I was not impressed. Um, like I said, I, I probably wouldn't have played it uh, if I hadn't already owned it, but it is what it is. I feel like we might finally break you of pre-ordering games. It was like a whim. It was like, uh, it's only like $7 more to get the season pass. I'll just give it a shot. See how it goes. No, yeah, I'm, I'm, I, I have been burned enough to a point where I'm like, oh, Anthem. Yeah, I'm not touching that shit. I'm not even buying it on launch. I'm going to wait until a month later. Like that, that's kind of my thing now with these styles of games. Wait like a month. Don't wait like a week. 
because people are probably still working on the story like a weekend. You want to wait until like they've exhausted like the main campaign. They get to the end game, then see what they think, because that's really where all the value is, because most of these games only last like 15 hours campaign. If you take your time with it, you know, less if you are hardcore. So it's like once that's gone, if the end game isn't good, then don't bother with buying the game and you aren't going to know if the end game is good or not based off of initial reviews that's kind of the, the big thing i always stress to people is you better be damn sure before you buy that thing at launch because some of the shenanigans games have been pulling lately is terrible that's why i play monster hunter because they're awesome see that wasn't too long sal i only rambled for like eight minutes yeah that wasn't bad I that talk was actually oh. longer than the destiny story campaign Ooh, that's not too far from the truth <laughs> i will also say that their attempt to bring in new enemy types is pathetic I'm not a fan. They're like, hey, it's Hive, but now they're covered in ice and they make a different sound when they die. I'm like, that's great, guys. You need to stop. <laughs> but like, but hey, there's, 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 look at all the stuff in the cash shop. Isn't it great? Yeah. Oh, I, I do. Okay, hold on. I got to talk about this real quick. So a lot of Destiny 2's endgame cycle is based off of Eververse, which is their cash shop. Basically, once you get enough experience to level up like once you hit the level cap once you level up again you get a bright engram which is a, a random loot box roll at a piece of gear in the eververse store eververse store there's probably like 250 items in the store so your chance of getting what you want is quite low um, and it requires quite a bit of grinding to get anything decent or you can buy them of course because loot boxes but they said you know what we know you hate the eververse store so we're going to keep that exactly the way it is and put something else on top of it. And so they brought in this thing and I forget it's something matrix or whatever. And it's like, okay, so every week there's 10 items from the Eververse store and you get this like matrix item you use, which allows you to randomly get one of the items from the store and it will never duplicate of those 10. So like, you know, if I, you know, get a matrix and I get the ship or whatever, and I get a second matrix. I can't get that ship. I'll get at least something else in that grouping. Okay. And these items will rotate out weekly. So if you don't get it this week, it may not show up in that rotation for who knows how long. So already I'm kind of annoyed because I hate the RNG shit, right? Except the thing is you can only get one of these keys for free per week. So if you don't get the thing you want with the free key, the only chance you have of getting it without falling out of rotation is to keep buying keys until you hopefully randomly get it. And incidentally, the more money you spend, the higher chance you have of getting it because you've removed options that, you know, were the thing you didn't want. So basically it kind of messes with your head because it's like, oh, well, you didn't get it with the free one but it's going away in five days. So if you don't, you know, pony up the cash, who knows when you'll get it again. So it's kind of this very manipulative, like, uh, what do they call it? This scarcity principle where you're more inclined to try to get something if you are afraid it's not going to be there soon. So yeah, they managed to actually make the loot box system even more manipulative than it was before. So shame on Bungie for that shit because they still haven't figured it out despite EA basically fucking up loot boxes for everybody because of their shenanigans. But hey, you know, maybe they'll fix it at some point. We'll have to see. So I had to bitch about that. Sorry. We can move on now. All right. So I think that's it for the topics. We're pretty good on time. Did anyone have anything they wanted to mention real quick before we go into shout outs? Take that as a no. So 
my shout out for this week is going to go to Tom Holland. Uh, I know he's a big fan of the Biomass show. He talks about it constantly. Um, this is, of course, the actor who plays Spider-Man. He is the or best the, Spider-Man. Or, or your imaginary version of the actor who plays Spider-Man, as the case is. <laughs> yes, of course, of course. No, but seriously, like, he did such a fantastic job. Like, I loved him in, um, obviously, his movie, but he was great in Infinity War. Like, one of the best characters in the whole flick. Like, I'm very impressed. And after all the other Spider-Man stuff we've gone through, like, this guy just nails it. Like, he fits the the tone and the style of acting. Just a really talented guy. So shout out to that guy for a really good performance. I really enjoyed it. All right, Zell, you're up. Uh, my shout out is to the end of uh, the end of life as we know it, thanks to the uh, on the upcoming singularity. Um, specifically, if you Google showed off that they're going to start uh, having where you can like book an appointment on your phone, but if they don't have an automated booking system, they will have their stupid robot AI call people on the phone now and negotiate your scheduling with them. It's absolutely Wait, what? Yeah. yeah, no, they're the the Google Assistant it, it will at some future date, because of course it doesn't actually have a release date, but um will call people like they call the hair salon to schedule and the bots like, Do you have a time for this? No, do you have a time for this? And it was it, they the whole thing included a whole bunch of deception because they were even putting like human vocal tics like mm-hmm and uh in oh there God. to try and convince people that they're they're you know ai bot was a person um and it it's almost certainly illegal due to wiretapping laws too but you know that's that's you know all kinds of services you can call it that (laughs) it's not my fault she negotiated the time herself officer (laughs) my my phone did it um i mean i just thought this random person showed up at my door i didn't realize i was paying for it i didn't pay um i'm I'm basically innocent here exactly yeah. dude yeah. I with Using my google system. wallet yeah but i i didn't authorize it so it's fine but google has a recording of you authorizing it it's dude. you know they they record everything yeah, it's true that's true so do, do i have to like opt out of this thing or is it just gonna i go? I, I don't know but i will tell you that if if someone if i ever get a call from someone's stupid assistant bot or oh the other thing is they're gonna have gmail start writing your emails for you uh, that's actually already out. Um, and if I ever if I ever get an automated call or email from someone, I am removing them from my See, life. This is actually this, I, just I like gonna this be gone. I don't have to talk. I, this is less people I have to talk with. Like I already have to call the dentist and get them to reschedule my July appointment because I can't make it anymore. Why would I do that? When I could have the robot. This is such a this is really this is this is, this is a bait like generation this. thing right here. It's less awkward. This is the end of of society as we know it. What I'm kind of annoyed already, though, is why we have this technology, but we don't have the technology that, like, has a robot cut my hair. Because I don't like sitting down in the little thing and talking to the woman cut my hair. Kind of annoying. Not because I'm not interested. Well, I'm not interested in her day. She's not interested in mine. She's somebody I have to talk to. I don't want to do it. So. She's legit. She's How do you know she's no not interested in your day? She could be very There's interested no in your day. I, I don't believe it. You could put on any fake whatever. Hey, how you doing? I, you're not interested in my day. You just cut my hair and get your whatever, however much you get paid, uh, and then steal my money because haircuts are expensive. 
See, see, you know that YouTube, the girl on YouTube that makes the the robe, the badly designed yeah. robots that perform tasks that are intentionally horrible. Yes, uh, Simone Gertz. Yes, so I imagine her creating this mythical hair cutting machine for bait, oh, and just having like knives just like crammed into his skulls, just trying to cut the hair for him. Um, meanwhile, his Google phone is you know trying to make small talk <laughs> with him as he's you know bleeding and gurgling in the chair. <laughs> You seem like you're screaming in pain. Would you like to contact the authorities? I was actually, uh, I'll tell you what will happen if you tell Google to stop, is I had a friend who was, uh, I was on the phone with, and uh, they have a Google Home, and their Google Home started talking while, while we were on the phone, and she's like, Google, stop. And then it started, like, defining yeah. the word stop. <laughs> Make me. You just have to find creative ways to confuse the AIs. Like when I asked Alexa to uh, recite Pi for me, it's magical things happen after like the 500th digit. She just starts rambling on about completely incoherent things and then finally just shuts off. So if you, if you have an, uh, an Amazon Echo, you should ask it to recite Pi for you. It goes on for a while. It's pretty funny. At the end, she's like, make your own damn pie. <laughs> All right, Libby. Okay. Uh, what's up? Or, I bait, I'm sorry. Shout out to uh, shout out little, the little brat that uh, in the completely empty theater at 10:15 when I went to see Infinity War, who decided that um, directly beside me was where he wanted to sit. I then told him to move down another seat, and he did. Um, I, I know I had prime position, the very back row, dead middle. But dude, you're in a completely empty theater. If you wanted the same position. Or just a good position, you could have went to the row in front of me and sat directly in front of me like that. Because it's on an angle, your head wouldn't have been in the way. Um, but no, instead you had to sit right beside me and proceeded to, to uh, talk to me during the um, during the trailers. Which, none of them were interesting, but um, don't do that. Don't be that guy. Uh, guys is what I'm trying to say. Um, yeah. Yes. It's like that guy yep. where he comes into the bathroom and there's like a row of empty urinals. <laughs> and he wants to stand right next to you and then talk to you. And you're like, why are you yeah, like exactly. this? What is, um, who, who the fuck does this? Don't be that guy. Hey, don't be that, that guy. Old don't guy be that, that guy. Like, turns around um, uh, when you're when you're in the in the bathroom and you're up and you're on the urinal wall. Don't don't turn around and just start talking to me. All your shit hanging out. Nobody cares. Um, so that there's that. Those guys are the worst. Um, and a shout out to everybody in the Project Nova Discord channel. Uh, today is May 14th. It is 514, and everybody bitching and moaning and memeing uh, was really entertaining to watch during work. So uh, thanks, guys. <laughs> it, was, it was a good episode in the chat today, wasn't it? So early. <laughs> it started out early with people going, did you get the email? I'm like, "Oh, come on. <laughs> Yeah, I'm looking at it right now, and it's, oh, I thought CCP would send some newsletter on May 14th. Why? This is what hearts sound like when they break slowly. Is it the Dust 514 newsletter? No. Then why the hell would it be on 514? Get out. God. Sorry. They have a sickness. They need help. Please donate now. It's a hope they're keeping alive. You got to admire their diligence. Bait, I have a plan. We need to get like a live stream video of um, the Dust Discord with people moaning about 514 <laughs> and then play Sarah McLaughlin on top of it. <laughs> like, like a, you know, save the animals, but it's it's save the dust vets because they are literally going insane and chewing on each I other in there and they I need your help. Please donate today. 
think that will be the official uh, Kickstarter for Nova. <laughs> Donate the proceeds <laughs> of the project. It was literally funded by your tears. Holy shit. Okay, right this now. is something we will work on. We will get back to you with progress. Oh my god. All right, Livy, you're up. Shoutouts? My shout-out is to yeah. Stephen Fry. You guys know who that is? Sounds familiar. Uh, yeah. Um, what was it? V for Vendetta. He played the, the English guy. Oh, okay. Oh, yes, yes. He's actually the voice of um, something in Destiny 2. Are we doing spoilers? No one plays Destiny 2, so sure. Go ahead. That's what I'm saying. So uh, Clovis <laughs> Bray, the facility, he's the voice. Oh, really? Interesting. It mm-hmm. drove me nuts hearing it. I was like, I know that voice. Who is that? And it's him. Who would have thought he'd land a gig on that game? Well, I mean, shit. Peter Dinklage got there for a hot minute, and they're like, <laughs> actually, you're terrible. Please leave. Go be a dwarf. <laughs> All right. Like, and so I did. Okay. <laughs> I got my hands welded shut. Um, okay, so... Um, I think I've, I've broken enough uh, PC laws here. So... Uh, yeah, that's, that's our show. Thanks for tuning in. Um, as always, please be sure to visit us on biomass.com. If you want to be on the show or if you have any topics you want us to cover, check out our contact information there and just let us know. We'll be more than happy to accommodate you. And uh, thanks for listening, and we'll see you next week.